Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Grid is for Squares. Welcome. I'm Vince. I'm Amy. This is a show where we uh, smoke a bowl and talk about building an off-the-grid sustainable homestead. What are we smoking today? Well, Amy, today's episode <laughs> of TGIFs is brought to you by Orange Creamsicle. Orange Creamsicle, the breakfast of champions. It's a sativa to keep us sharp. Woo. Um, keep so... us operating. Heavy machinery. <laughs> what is the topic for today? Today is all about outhouses. Outhouses. Uh, maybe not something that you want to think about, but definitely something that you need to think about. If you've spent more than 24 hours outside, it may have crossed your mind. Dog gets into the lap. Okay. All right. The okay. dog is settled. Okay. Dickens is here too. And Dickens is here too. So when it comes to bare land, sort of the first two things you need to know are where am I going to sleep and where am I going to shit, right? I mean, those are the two biggest... I feel like hallmarks of civilization that, for my comfort at least, I wanted to make sure we took care of. And, you know, for the sake of sanitation, like that, <laughs> there's a reason that future, like, that civilization has come along with and has been built on revolutions in sanitation. It's how we've beaten epidemics. No cholera. Diseases, yeah. Hashtag no cholera. Yeah, we haven't gotten cholera yet. Pretty, pretty <laughs> lucky. Knock on wood. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the outhouse that we built for the property. It has a composting toilet and a whole range of features that have been sort of an evolving process. According to my sense of comfort and style, Vince's sense of practicality, um, and sort of where we have ended up in the middle ground slash Maybe it's maybe not so much middle ground as double ground, like enough to make sure everybody's happy. Yeah, it's a lot of steps. And you think of it as something as simple as you need to shit in a bucket. How hard can it be? Um, we've ended up spending about $350 so far in total. Hopefully we won't have to spend any more. Hopefully it's pretty much done now. Or we have all the materials at least to make it done. Well, it's sort of evolving into just a full-blown outhouse porta potty i could see spending a couple hundred more dollars on it and it being like a real alive a four wall structure <laughs> you know with like hard walls but we'll get to that later on about all of the steps because it starts as just a bucket that you shit in <laughs> and there are just so many components and bells and whistles you can add as amy was saying just based on practicality first and foremost for me but then you know privacy and and comfort right uh and it's it's hard to compare so 350 dollars feels like a lot maybe to just ha be a bathroom yeah, um, seeing... and just an outhouse for that matter so it, there's not much to compare it's hard to know what to compare it to because there's nothing exactly like it because we just sort of made it up <laughs> um like a camp toilet by itself can cost like you know 30 to 50 dollars but then when you start adding privacy shelters and accessories it can be a lot more i was curious uh, how much it would cost to like rent a porta potty like one that you would see you know at a fair or at a uh like construction site or something um those can be up to like a couple hundred a day that's crazy <laughs> if you want to talk about like honey wagons when you're you know doing movie shoots for stars and you want fancy honey wagons those are like thousands of dollars a day so I guess in that sense, $350 for a comfortable 
private, stylish composting outhouse is not so bad. Well, and then you want to talk about what you do with it, how you get it there, how you get it out. If you're yeah, yeah. So why don't you camping, talk about compost toilets? Sure. And why we chose a compost toilet instead of a porta potty. Obviously, we don't have a septic system there yet. We have no utilities. Um, we don't have connection to sewer. We don't have a septic tank dug yet. Um, and I guess if you were to rent a porta potty, they would come in and drop it off. And then at construction sites, they like send a truck in every few weeks to empty it out. But it's a very chemical intensive, carbon intensive right. um, process to yeah, what is it that they put in porta potties? Do you know? Waste. I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> Only God knows. Um, yeah, it's blue. It's blue and it's they caustic. Put a lot of caustic blue in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that wasn't really practical for our purposes. Um, but composting toilets really work. I'm a big fan. Um, basically, the prevailing notion is that. We should be shitting in the carbon cycle instead of in the water the cycle. The water cycle, right. And I should say that the the prevailing notion is that we should be shitting in the water cycle because that's what we're doing, and that's insane. With drinkable, potable water, no yeah. less, in we the toilet. We drink it, we wash our hands with it, and then we shit in it. It's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a bigger fan of composting toilets. It's just the same thing, but with wood chips instead of water. Um, it's nothing too complicated to maintain, you know, with, with anything we're about to say, like bear in mind, you still have to like sit on a toilet and flush it when you're done. A real toilet is also work. Um, <laughs> and a composting toilet is just different work. Different work. Right. Um, a lot of people, I think when I tell them about compost toilets are concerned about the smell. Um, but personally I find that it smells a lot less than either a porta potty or a pit toilet like a pit toilet at a campsite or something. Yeah. They're, oh, they're always really gross to use. It's not my favorite thing. Um, it's my favorite thing. I love camping pit I love pit toilets. pit toilets so much. I like the truck stop ones <laughs> in rural um, areas. But yeah, the compost toilet really doesn't, it doesn't smell that much. It really doesn't. Um, mostly it smells like cedar wood chips, which is not an unpleasant smell. Yeah, so then just to get all of the like uh, gross basics out of the way. Yeah, literally how does it the work? The gross logistics out of the way. So then we designated a spot, you know, close to the property line, of course, um, away from any areas where later on we want to maybe grow food and we just bury it once it gets full. Um, your people tell you not to pee in there. I think we even mentioned it in a previous episode. You can do it if you want to. It's your compost toilet. You're going to have to use more, more wood chips. Yeah, more wood chips, and it's going to change the biota of what's going on in there. Well, so let, wait, just let's back up for a second. Yeah. So literally what happens okay. is you go in a bucket, yeah. and then once you're done, you can use toilet paper just like normal, and then when you're done, you take some wood chips and just like cover whatever it was that you deposited in the bucket bank. We're going to back up a little bit more. <laughs> okay. Because um, we need to distinguish at this point that we are not talking about wood chips. We are talking about sawdust. 
We're not talking about oh. mulch here. Well, okay. So first, it's got first a little bulk first. to it, right? It's not like fully powdered. Oh no, sawdust. it's like powdered, powdered sawdust. <laughs> really? What were you using? This. I was using whatever was. It was packed so tight. I guess yeah, it felt like packed it super tight. Had okay. To it. Yeah, like the stuff you see in hamster cages. Yeah, I would think That's of that as wood is. chips, not as sawdust. But I okay. guess you're right. It is. It is finer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like to start it off with a little native soil in the bottom too, but that's a holdover from worm composting. That mm. uh, so first in the bucket you want to lay down um, a little bit of native dirt, why not, and a good bed of sawdust just to get things started. And then yeah, you do your thing. Put toilet paper in there. Don't put flushable wipes or anything weird like that in it with chemicals and. Right. I mean, if it if it isn't going to break down on its own, it doesn't belong right. in a compost system. Um, can you put tampons in there? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, anything that's like made of plastic or polyester, don't put it in there. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, cover it up with sawdust. And when it gets full, you find an area, um, that you can safely bury it that you're not going to be digging later on. Um, I know of people even here in LA who do home composting. I guess they're not doing composting toilets, but they like put a little stone uh, totem on top of every pit so you don't like oh, dig there again, sure. like even Smart. in a year. Yeah, so you pick an area and you bury it. And for every time we've gone there, it's it's been like one bucket. And we stayed, you know, upwards of a one week. One bucket for three people for yeah. a week? Uh -huh. <laughs> That's not too bad. This bucket can service three workers <laughs> for one week. Um, so yeah, at its most basic level, all you strictly need is a five-gallon bucket and sawdust. Yep. Um, but what was the next level after that? So I guess next level after that is uh, toilet seat is a really nice touch. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's... It, it does go a long way to making it feel like a real toilet. Yeah, and conveniently, toilet seats are just about the right size to just set on top of a five-gallon bucket. Mm -hmm. So you can... If you only have $10, you can probably get a five-gallon bucket and a toilet seat for super cheap. Um, the next step up, though, is just adding a little bit more stability. Um, so next, we built a bench, um, and you can use any number of materials. I used three-quarter-inch MDF, medium-density fiberboard. Um, you could use um, OSB and... Uh, I forgot what that one stands for, but it's like the chipboard. Mm -hmm. um, that's more like wood chips squished together. And then you could use plywood too. You could use anything really. Um, but yeah, built a bench, cut a little hole in the middle, put the toilet seat on top of that. so that, And then I left the back of that bench open so it looks um, solid and just like a, a box from three sides but then behind is where you can pull out the bucket and replace it and mm -hmm. put it back in and um, when we were actually on the property um <clears throat> we didn't do this part ahead of time but while we were up there i covered the whole box in contact paper like that, that sort of nice plasticky paper that you use to line drawers usually it's like slightly sticky on the back it's not super sticky but enough to like adhere itself um, you covered the whole bench with it yeah, so it made it look a little bit more finished. Theoretically, hopefully, make it a little bit more waterproof. Um, so yeah, I felt like that was that was a nice touch that didn't add any practical value, but made it feel a little bit homier, a little bit classier. You know, yeah. I'm gonna shit in a bucket. I want it to be classy. 
Yeah, and every little improvement makes it more waterproof, more comfortable. Up to that mm -hmm. point, what would you say we had spent on everything? With the bucket and the toilet seat and the bench and the contact paper. All that was probably $100. Um, so next I built an enclosure for it, kind of like the sukkah, just used the same materials again. I used three-quarter PVC. And again, you can use anything you want. There are any number of materials out there just based on like if you have a large vehicle and you can bring in lumber and you know. Yeah, PVC has been a really good option though. It's sort of like grown up tinker toys, you know, it's modular, it's lightweight, it's not that expensive. It's, it's been a good yeah. skeleton building uh, material for it's us. It's worked really well for us um, in our Yaris especially. Uh -huh. um, to be able to build it, you know, just in the backyard, cut all the pieces and put it together beforehand, know it's going to work, and then, you know, break it all down. Um, so I did that with the outhouse as well. Mm -hmm. I made a PVC frame. House. Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, just a little bit bigger than the bench and only like five feet high, right? Not... Yeah, it's like three feet by three feet mm -hmm. square and then five feet high. With the idea that um, Amy would make a curtain um, and, you know, it doesn't need to be a full stand-up kind of bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, you're sitting down when you're in it, after all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I went to I went to Joanne Fabrics and picked out, um, I think it was like a linen that I liked a lot. Um, sort of a canvassy linen. Not as much of an outdoor material as I probably should have gone with. I might have let my aesthetics sway me a little bit too much, but it's it's really pretty. It's like a white linen with gold flowers on it. It's really nice. It is really pretty, and it looks like it could do decent outdoors. It Hopefully, gets to dry yeah. out in between, and you scotch-guarded it, right? We sprayed it with scotch-guard after I sewed the curtain, yeah, so that hopefully that'll help a little bit. How do we keep it from blowing away? Like blowing wildly in the wind and exposing your... Your precious yeah. bare bottom. Uh -huh. um, I sewed in bolts along the bottom of the curtain, the bottom edge, um, to weigh it down. And hopefully that will keep it hanging in place. And that's just for the front panel that you can actually, you know, slide back and forth to enter and close after you. Um, the rest of it is just like the same continuous piece of fabric around three sides. Um the, you know, the two sides in the back of the outhouse. And those I just sewed, sewed on, um, like, ribbons to tie to the PVC so they won't blow away. Only the front really needed the the weights. But, yeah, hopefully that'll work. Oh, yeah, one more feature of the uh, composting toilet, of the frame. We oh, put yeah. a toilet paper roll. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Um, cool thing about it's PVC clutch. is you can also put teas in there. So I'm thinking of doing this for the sukkah as well, adding a few... PVC tees, then you can have another pipe that comes like out of the wall, and then you can put a fitting on there, like a 45, and then another short piece of pipe, and wham bam, you have a toilet paper dispenser. Or in the sukkah, I guess it would be a paper towel dispenser, sure. or any number of just accessory posts, hat racks. Uh huh. It's slick as hell. hangers. Yeah, That's I'm nice. I'm a big fan of PVC. It's worth worth experimenting with. So then that was about $75 uh, for the PVC, the fittings, and for the fabric. Uh, but when we got up to the property for Thanksgiving for the first time with our, our exciting new outhouse pieces, it was raining. Super ward. Really hard. Um, and since I had made the questionable decision of getting white fabric for the curtains, uh, 
I just didn't want to make my nice new pretty curtains get like muddy and disgusting immediately. So we yeah, that was a really good call. My mom works in a hospital. Yeah, so we made the decision not to use the curtains that I made that time around, and instead use. Uh yeah, my mom works in a hospital and gets all sorts of medical supplies for free. Um, that would just get thrown away. They were like in an operating room wrapped in plastic. But right, then they so they were never even opened. But the fact that they their footprint landed in the operating room means right. that they have to be thrown away now. Yeah. So it was definitely the right call not to use the curtains, and it was no big deal because she always has so many of them. Um, so we just used the blue. Uh, drop curtains from surgeries. It's moderately waterproof for being sort of one step removed from paper. It's like as close to paper as fabric it's can be. It's a really weird material. Yeah. yeah, it's like soft paper on one side and like it's a little thin. Well, it feels like paper on both sides, but there's a very thin layer of plastic inside. We've even seen it pool overnight. So with the rain, you know, it will stay fully in these drop cloths. Um, and that turned it into a dry enclosed yeah, it structure. Yeah, it worked. It was, it was a dry bathroom. It was great. Yeah. But then you got to get light inside. So more accessory teas are needed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I guess the only remaining problem though, is that the water still drains down. The ground is all wet. You get in there and it's all muddy and gross. Yeah. And... It's still not great. So what do you do next? What's the next step? <laughs> um, so then we decided we should build a platform to put the whole thing on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so we got, what was it, two by fours? Uh, they were two by fours uh -huh. for the frame. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted OSB. They didn't have it. So I got plywood instead, just basic like um, APA grade plywood uh three quarter inch again and cut it to like about four inches bigger than the pvc enclosure so it doesn't like want to slip off either end and mm -hmm. it just looks better to have a little bit of a surrounding to it um and amy made the frame well i helped yeah um she I held a drill <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> you drove all of the break bolts. anything I always like myself. to pre-drill stuff, and I like to use a jig. Like, if you're going to drill two holes or more than two holes in the same place, you should think about making yourself a jig. Just drill it on a, a sacrificial 2 by 4 first, and then move that thing around because it makes your drill, your holes a lot more precise, um, and you don't have to mess around so much with measuring. So I did all the pre-drilling, and then Amy um, drove all the bolts and deck screws into it. Mm -hmm. So first we used big lags. Um, I bought redwood, uh, redwood two by fours because they're slower to decompose. Uh, but then after thinking about the fact that this is going to be installed in the dirt, basically, yeah, it's, it's dirt. going to get wet. It's going to be very prayer. Like if there's any way it can mold, it will, you know, yeah. like the mold, the mold presence will be strong. Yeah. Yeah. It will rot. It will decompose somehow. So we also got some flex seal, some liquid rubber. I got a spray can first. And if you have very small projects, you know, aerosols are cool. We use a lot of spray paint for a lot of our projects here at home. But, um, if you're covering a lot, you might as well get 
real paint, a real um, something in a can is what I'm getting at. <laughs> Don't bring aerosols into it because uh, it's just a lot more waste, a lot more work, a lot more money, especially. Um, so first I bought like a $10 can of this spray that covered quarter of it. And then I bought like a $25 quart of liquid rubber, which I'd never used before. It's crazy. It's so shiny. Yeah. It's like, it looks like latex almost Yeah. now that it's dried. It's really cool. And it's, I'm glad I experimented with it and why. Platforms into some kinky shit. Yeah. I encourage <laughs> everyone to, to just experiment with things if they, if they have the means. Um, cause it's a cool material. Probably could have just gotten away with the redwood for what, for what it is right. but now you know it gives us ideas about other things yeah how to waterproof other how things to waterproof stuff yep. build so, an arc with that shit <laughs> yeah so yeah it looks really cool it feels really cool um and that's the underside and we left the top as just plain you know i sanded the the um plywood first um but then left the top plain and we installed some linoleum on top today right yeah so we had this roll of linoleum that sort of looks like tile um we've had it just like sitting around our house for like five years or something we used it for some other project uh and it's just been sitting around since then so i was like yeah that that'll look bathroomy kind yeah. of so we have then we attached this square of linoleum on top of the square platform to put the square pvc structure that is the actual outhouse. Yeah, and we used um, PL375 is a good cheap construction adhesive. Sure. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that PL375. stuff. PL375. It's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and you said you spent like $120 on the materials for the platform? Yeah, it's one of those where if you need to buy 10 screws, you got to buy a whole box of 50. I'll use them later. But I'd say... Between that and the next day when I went back to get the, the full quart uh -huh. of the Flex, Flex Seal, yeah. um, it was probably like 160 Wow. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't want a platform to be a part of it, it's much cheaper to make yourself a PVC outhouse. So it's not strictly necessary. It's just been the evolution of the thing, trying to take it into like a more permanent kind of a fixture. That's a good point. If you are van lifing it, then I would say stop listening 10 minutes ago <laughs> and, you know, just stick with the PVC because you can take it apart, put it back together. If you can get that hospital sheeting and just mason line, you can really, you know, make a really effective bathroom in mm -hmm. that way you use in a tarp our case over the top too. it's it is an evolution and we're staying there and we just we can only bring you know 500 pounds of stuff with us at a time so every time we go back we're adding a little bit more bulk to it and ours is sort of evolving into you know a full-blown um outhouse but... yeah so then the next uh step the final step maybe uh is a roof Oh, yeah. And so the $160 is a little high, but um, I also now have the roof material. The other half of that, the other half of the plywood sheet is going to be the roof. It's a little bit bigger than the bottom, and it's going to be just a little bit pitched. It's not going to be like A-frame style. It's just going to lean off the back. Yeah. So how exactly do you imagine the roof will work? How will it attach to the PVC? How will it? Oh, great question. Yeah. So I am going to paint. We kind of matched the one of the colors in the bench 
um, for the roof collar. It's this pretty green. Yeah, the contact paper that we put on the bench, it has these green ivy leaves on it. So yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of trying to match that. I was also trying to uh, match the manzanita and toyon leaves kind of have this what do you what would you say like a gray green yeah it's a nice color Mossy anyway green we're gonna paint both sides of that plywood um and then attach just a little square um like a two by four cut into a square um to attach to the front um as like a riser and then i'm going to use uh, metal J clamps they're called they kind of look like the letter J um, and you they just or they're like one hole clamps they're called so you put a screw in and it holds a pipe um, so I'm going to attach those to the top bars of the composting toilet cool yeah and then once that's all done it'll be it'll be pretty legit it'll have a floor with linoleum it'll have a toilet paper dispenser built yep. in. It'll have nice linen walls. It'll have a roof. Maybe some hand wipes. Maybe we'll put a little garbage in there. Oh, nice yeah. For him. Bathroom garbage. Yeah. Maybe a mirror, finally. We got Maybe. those mirrors yep. up there already. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. This is happening. Yeah. Hopefully we shouldn't have to spend very much, if any, more. You need to get the J-clamps and stuff still. No, right? but, I already oh, got you those. Got that. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully we won't pack. need to spend much more money on it, but we'll think... be able to finish it to the level that we'll make it a real swanky uh, bathroom for pooping in the outdoors. Yeah. So my brother's finally coming out to see the place and my mom and I are going to go up one more time actually next weekend. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to install this stuff and I think, yeah, all the materials are bought. They're here they're either here or at the property and next weekend i'm gonna bring it all up and set it up i'm excited to see it with the curtains we haven't seen it with the curtains yet only yeah. with the sort of janky hospital sheeting the like hospital blue mm -hmm. which is fine it certainly worked but i'm excited to see the curtains because i make i feel like it'll make it feel like more of a of a bespoke uh fixture rather than just you know a slapdash yeah. Piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need a slapdash piece of garbage and you need to be able to move it around. But we've mm -hmm. been there enough times that we've sort of zeroed in on where we want it to be yeah. in the long term. But I mean, that's how it works. You know, I feel mm -hmm. like that's probably how every phase of this whole building process is going to work is every time you go up, you make it a little bit better. That's, yeah. You got to start somewhere. And we mm -hmm. started. And now every time we go up, it gets a little bit better. Yeah. Even if that's just improving the toilet yeah okay. okay um okay so then i guess that's all i guess that's it we love you <laughs> thanks for listening uh we will be back in two weeks with more stories and adventures keep it sexy and don't get poison oak <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know we were going. Sweet.